And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Wow. It shouldn't take this long. Welcome to the Weekend Update with Dave DeFore and Keith Parrish. Every Monday on The Athletic NBA Show. It did the same thing to me that it's intended to do to the world. Ding, ding. I have access to information wow. that the public doesn't. Welcome to the Daily Ding Weekend Update Edition on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Keith Parrish. We're back to our regularly scheduled program, Keith. We're coming back. up. Visa Zubac had a Kareem-like performance on Sunday. And you know what, man? A bunch of teams seem to have some Thanksgiving turkey hangovers this weekend. Before we start, don't forget you can get this podcast without ads by subscribing at theathletic.com slash NBA show. Keith, we got to start with Memphis. The Grizzlies had a 2-0 weekend. It started Friday night. They stomped the Pelicans, and this wasn't supposed to happen. Zion's out there. You know, Pelicans getting healthier. They should be a, a little bit better, but Memphis is just rolling right now. Well, Memphis, I mean, rolling is generous. Come, come They... They did take care of this weekend. This weekend, yes. Uh, the the matchup on Friday night was John Morant and Zion Williamson actually playing, which we don't get that very much. It was Jaron Jackson Jr. versus Zion Williamson for the first time since uh, the bubble, the only other time they met. But uh, the Pelicans kind of had that tryptophan hangover, did not really have a bunch of energy in this one. Weirdly, the Grizzlies, who had been struggling without Desmond Bain to make any three-pointers, made all of the three-pointers, and they ran away with it, uh, just stomped all over the Pelicans. It was not the hyped-up kind of showdown we wanted to see, especially it wasn't the showdown we wanted, didn't want to see, if you're a Pelicans fan, of Jonas Valanciunas against Steven Adams. These things have gotten uncomfortable. Like, maybe you don't like watching an MMA fight where someone's, like, getting physically hurt. You're like, this is no good. Um, in their last four matchups, Steven Adams against Jonas Valanciunas, who were obviously they were traded for each other. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas has nine rebounds total and 12 turnovers in those four games. So Steven Adams puts a hurt on him. But yeah, the, the Pelicans were no match in that one on Friday night. Yeah, and Valanciunas had five fouls in, in the game. And probably, if it wasn't such a blowout, probably would have fouled out in this one. Adams was just abusing him. The whole team was abusing him. I, I want to talk about Jaron Jackson. 20 points. Three blocks. Now, he hasn't been back long, Keith, but it doesn't seem like he's missed a a beat since last season where he was a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Right. So he came out of the gate strong on defense. His offense didn't show up his first game back, but since then, he's been putting together consistent offensive performances, and he followed up with a a big offensive game against the Knicks on Sunday. And now Jaron Jackson Jr., for the first time in his career, has scored 20 or more points in four straight games. And that's everything the Grizzlies need. They need, with Bain on the shelf, this other offensive threat. And if they can get that inside-outside game of Jaron to pair with what you already have, MVP-level performances from John Morant, that's the dream. Not to mention the fact he still blocks nearly four shots per game 
Jaron does. So the return of Jaron has really boosted this Grizzlies team and again helps them win two games without Bane, where they'd only won game, they only won a single game without Bane uh before Friday. Yeah, and they they definitely need his shooting, like you mentioned, with Bane out. He had 21 on on Sunday against the Knicks. Let's move on to that next game because we had quite a finish there, Keith, down the stretch, the Knicks and the Grizzlies going back and forth. It was actually fun to watch the Knicks have some competent offense. I thought Jalen Brunson, especially down the stretch, was amazing. But John Morant just uh, did the thing that he does down the stretch. Every single time the Knicks score, John Morant comes down, attacks the basket, gets to the bucket, gets to the free throw line, winds up with a triple-double in this one, 27 points, 14 assists, and 10 rebounds, which he got that last rebound uh, right toward the end of the game. So, Keith, uh, huge performance from John Morant at the Garden, holding off Jalen Brunson, who, again, man, the guy got everything he wanted. 11 of 12 from the free throw line, had nine assists. It was a great game, but the Grizzlies just had too much. Right, yeah, Ja ties his career high with those 14 assists. Yeah, they were trading body blows, uh, Jalen Brunson and Ja Morant. Honestly, Brunson got two incredible looks for go-ahead shots at the end of this game and just did not make them. Otherwise, it was it was a great game for him. The Knicks and Grizzlies each kind of mauled each other on the offensive glass. Neither team could control the defensive glass at all. But yeah, Ja Morant giving you that triple-double in the garden. And also, my guy, the mercurial and controversial Dylan Brooks had an excellent game. I mean, he, he's been a tremendous defender. He's put together a string of games where he's actually sharing the basketball. Uh, he's getting assists. He's playing great defense and scoring a bunch of points. He goes over 20 points in both games of the weekend against the Pelicans and the Knicks. After the Pelicans game, Dylan said, when my three-point shot is falling, I'm pretty tough to guard, which while factually true, not that useful because it doesn't fall that frequently. That's right. He had 25 on Friday and 23 on Sunday. And by the way, got a little bit of a raw deal in that foul out. Uh, apparently, if the opposing driver, you know, the man with the ball, kicks your foot and falls down, that's a foul on you, Keith. I am a little bit of an amateur rules buff. Like, I like looking into the NBA rules just to understand it more. And I've, since the end of this game, been trying to find the passage. I'm, I'm sure I will discover it that explains where your feet are allowed to be on defense. Like Dylan Brooks, his foot beats Jalen Brunson's foot to the spot. But yeah, I know you, you can't just stick your foot outside of your body. So I'll, I'll find the answer. But that, that play was challenged where he fouled out, Dylan Brooks did, on uh, kind of a, like if you played pickup, you wouldn't call that foul, where Jalen Brunson goes down uh, tripping over Dylan Brooks. But it doesn't matter for the Grizzlies. They do come out with the victory. And then again, they're just biding their time. I, I say that in in a flattened Western Conference where no one's running away with it. Everyone is packed together. The Grizzlies are just like, let's just get healthy one time. Just one time, let's have John Morant, Desmond Bain, and Jaron Jackson Jr. and Dylan Brooks play, and we think we will be formidable. It hasn't happened yet, but uh, they're optimistic. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, 
everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Keith, we got to talk about the Boston Celtics. They keep rolling. They pick up another couple of wins over the weekend. 122-104. They beat the Kings. No pushovers, these Kings. Jason Tatum, another 30-point game. Eight rebounds, four assists. To start the season, anyone saying any other names for MVP through a quarter of the way of the season and not saying Jason Tatum, I I think they're just not watching these games, Keith. Yeah, I mean, Tatum's been incredible. I mean, there's a... Obviously, this early in the season, a quarter of the way through the season, there's a lot of names you can consider for MVP. But with the the combined team success and individual success with Tatum, you got to put him up there. And then, like, Tatum sits out on Sunday, and you have an, a perfect team game from the Celtics. Their, their shooting splits from uh, J- Jared Weiss giving us this. Uh, the team shot 55-41-100 shooting splits in, in their victory over the Wizards. And like I said, no one's running away with it in the West. I mean... The Celtics are, are dominating the league right now. And, yeah, it couldn't be Tatum. But even when Tatum sits out, they have just so many good players and they're playing such a cohesive brand. Like, they make piles of three-pointers. And we know they're an elite defensive team. And that combination makes them, you know, a near-impossible out on a night-to-night basis. Well, that's the thing, Keith, is that they are an elite defensive team who has not been elite so far this season. We know it's there, though. They haven't had Rob Williams but they are scoring it away that they just haven't these last few years. I mean, their offense is cohesive. They're getting to the free throw line at a rate that this offense typically doesn't. And you mentioned no Tatum on Sunday. Jalen Brown had 36. So when you've got your, you know, your second best player, we we're, we probably need to start calling him one B almost to Tatum's one a able to step up like this. And then Malcolm Brogdon with 17 off the bench. Luke Cornett with 12 off the bench. Sam Hauser with 14 off the bench. You mentioned a full team effort, and and this is what got them to the finals last year. They didn't even necessarily have this sort of depth, and this is where that Brogdon pickup really stands out. When no Tatum, he steps up big, able to run the offense through him. And, And, I mean, when you're extrapolating this, looking ahead, Keith, this is the best team in the league right now. Well, I think coming into the the year, most people thought they were the safest pick. Just on paper, you're saying this team made the finals last year. The second half of the season, they dominated the regular season. And then you add uh, Malcolm Brogdon. It looked like it's going to work, and everyone has to throw in the if-healthy caveats when talking about this team. And now that we see it in practice, in actuality, yeah, they look really stinking good. And even like Derek White who disappeared in the finals and then got off to a very slow start. Like, he's finding his footing, and he's contributing at a very high level right now. Yeah, it's a it's a frightening team. I mean, on Sunday, like, the Wizards had their opportunities. The Wizards could not make any three-pointers. They get demolished from the three-point line 16-7. to seven. The Wizards putting up 121 points despite only making seven three-pointers. Honestly, good job. I'm impressed. But you see the Celtics making 26 of 26 from the line? That's not fair, man. If I'm playing NBA 2K, I'm mad at the computer. Saying that's not realistic. You're going to miss one, but the Celtics, no. Uh, Perfection, and uh, it was enough where the Wizards could not uh, match them. Well, the Wizards need a weekend in San Antonio, like the Lakers just had. (laughs) Apparently, the Lakers 
only play the Spurs now, Keith, and the Lakers over the weekend improved their record with a couple of wins. They're now 7-11. and 11. Look out. LeBron James is out there. I mean, Anthony Davis, of course, missed a game. Didn't matter because they played the Spurs. Um, they did need 143 points in regulations to beat the Spurs the other night. But LeBron had 39 in the game Saturday night. He had 21 and 8 on the game Friday night. Anthony Davis continued his tear, 25 and 15. Now, look, man, I know it's the Spurs. But the Lakers have clearly turned things around a little bit. And I think it started moving Westbrook to the bench. Lonnie Walker being aggressive, getting Troy Brown Jr. Pieces starting to come together for the Lakers, Keith, or uh, do we need to see them play someone that's not San Antonio? They've played the Spurs three times in a week. How did this happen? I don't understand who put the Lakers schedule together. Not only do they get to play all these teams on the second night of back-to-backs after they play the Clippers on the first night, then all of a sudden, to, like, you need to find your footing. How about you play San Antonio? three times and I believe it's three times in eight days but that's bizarre scheduling and uh, yeah Anthony Davis has been out of his mind I mean the guy is a hall of famer and you know we know he's really good but he's kind of taken it to another level recently and then you get LeBron James back and you're like all right are the Lakers getting better or are they playing the Spurs every other day how did this happen I, I don't know the actual answer maybe oh, well. maybe they're getting better Westbrook's playing well he is playing well. They're a good defensive team. They've been a good defensive team from the start of the season. They just couldn't score a lick and thus were losing. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what to make of the Lakers, but good job. I mean, 143 to 138, that's an ABA score. I love that. Congratulations. Well, that was, in, that was yeah. in San Antonio this weekend. And, and But in L.A. on Sunday, the Pacers came to town, and the Clippers handed them easily thanks to Avica Zubac. And an incredible performance, Keith. 31 points, 29 rebounds. I'm going to repeat that. 29 rebounds. 12 offensive rebounds, Keith. Um, 31 and 29. Miles Turner. I thought I was like seeing Miles Turner played in this game, Keith. uh, Maybe box a guy out. I don't know what to say. And like the Pacers are no joke. The Pacers had won... 10 of their last 13 coming into this game. The Clippers have had a very up-and-down season. You get them on Sunday, and Kawhi's out yet again. No Paul George, and Zubac is like, just get on my back. I got this. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna post a near 30-30. He, he got robbed, Dave. He did. He, got, he, he fouled out, much like Dylan Brooks under questionable circumstances. They fouled our guy out. And uh, it seemed like, you know, he actually maybe blocked that T.J. McConnell shot, and that would have been a rebound when he collected it. That would have been the 30-30. and 30. Um, No, an incredible game from Zubac. I don't, I got, it's like, it's mind-popping, eye-popping. How do you, the how last, do you digest the fact when you're looking through the box scores, when you're opening up your USA Today, look on the back page, like 31-29 and 29 for Zubac? The last three fouls, I thought, were, were pretty cheap for a guy doing something like that on a Sunday game. Um, you know, 20 games into the season. Uh, from Clippers PR, since 73-74, when the, the NBA first started tracking blocks, Keith, Avisa Zubac is just the third player in NBA history to have at least 31 points, 29 rebounds, and three blocks in a game. The last guy to do it. February 3rd, 1978, in New Jersey, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, when you throw his stats into the stat search engine, it throws back names like Shaquille and Kareem. And man, 
Wouldn't the Lakers like to have this guy right now? He's one of many players the Lakers like. We're good. We don't need him. No, yeah, when, when you when you do your stat head search and it's not in our lifetime, not in our lifetimes, Dave, has anyone done what our man Zubach did on Sunday. Incredible work. Well, that's going to do it for today's show, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Keith, get out of here. Ding, ding. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.